We begin this lunchtime with the latest from Gaza. Day 37 of the war and the death toll now includes two premature babies who died at the Al-Shifa hospital. There are growing concerns too for other patients. There are many dependent on life support. Today efforts are getting underway, we're told, to get patients moved out of bombed, powerless and damaged hospitals. We've been getting the latest from Paul Clark of Doctors Without Borders. I began by asking him to tell us about their staff who are working at the Al-Shifa hospital. Our team is uh, bunkered down in the office about 200 metres away and they cannot reach the hospital. Yesterday they lost all electricity, the water tower was damaged, there was sniper fire even to patients waiting in the compound. So eternity has been hit, the outpatient department has been hit. The situation yesterday was reported that two babies died, two premature babies, and we know other babies and other people are on life support. Do we know what the plan is for getting them out and where can they go? This is one of the key problems. Uh, Those patients that are on electronic life support and or incubators in terms of neonatal, they need to be moved by ambulance. And uh, for the last three days, the ambulances have not been able to reach uh, Shifa Hospital. And then, indeed, where will they go? There's no other functioning hospital in Gaza North, so they would need safe passage across what they call Wadi Gaza, which is this new definition between north and south and uh, then either to reach uh, one of the hospitals in Khan Yunis or uh, to be evacuated into Egypt, neither of which is at this point possible. We saw the Israeli army last night say they would work with emergency services to help get some of those people out. Have you seen any evidence or has anything happened on that front today? Not to my knowledge, no. So what's going to happen to those babies and those people depending on life support? I am not a medical professional, but I've uh, worked around hospitals quite a bit. And I I think it's fair to say that uh, for the more critical, uh, those on ventilators and uh, premature babies and incubators, that uh, they will expire, I'm afraid. How would you describe the situation that you're now seeing unfold at Al-Shifa and Al-Quds and other hospitals? It's, uh, I've been in the humanitarian sector for 25 years and uh, I have never seen something like this. The attacks on hospitals, clearly forbidden in international humanitarian law, of which Israel is a signatory, has been abandoned. And the only way our staff who want to evacuate can leave is on foot. Um, we have organized a pickup on the other side of the Wadi Gaza and we can we can find uh, find them places and get the medical care if they can make it across. But at this point, uh, they are so fearful, in my opinion, perfect justification, the, that they question whether moving is safer than staying where they are. Given those limitations to the health services in Gaza, even if these people who are in Al-Quds and in Al-Shifa were moved out, were moved south into Gaza, is there any capability to deal with them or do they need to be taken across the border to Egypt and onward? It depends on the severity. We do have capacity uh, in the hospital that we support in Khan Yunus. It's, they have limited supply. They have, uh, it's, it's not a peaceful place. They're still uh, shelling every night, but not necessarily focused on the hospital. So we do have, we do have capacity to help them. Um, but to, for the more critical patients, especially those post-operative uh, ICU cases, they, they should be moved uh, south to Egypt, yeah. That's Paul Clark of Doctors Without Borders speaking to us just before we came on air. And later in the programme, we'll be hearing from an Irish-Palestinian doctor who's working inside the Al-Shifa hospital.